right, so I'm back. Uh, hopefully, the quality is better this time. Using my AirPods.、Um, I was in Chicago over the weekend, visiting、uh, a friend. My first time there. Really, a lot of fun. Really cool city.、Um, so, anyways, coming back to work after vacation is always.、Um, Difficult. Luckily, didn't have too much to come back to, and I'm, you know, getting caught up, which is good.、Um, kind of quiet this time of year for my job, so it's nice to have a little break. Kind of, honestly, spending a lot of that time doing research on、uh, master's programs and schools and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, I guess to as a continuation of last episode, talking about going back to school. You know, now I'm really looking at online programs, and I think you know that might be the way to go. That'll allow me to、um, travel and kind of have that flexibility. So I'm trying to figure out that more.、Um, I'm really. Thinking about moving, I don't know if I want to be where I am long term, as in you know Florida. So, anyways, got a, a lot to think of, but I wanted to talk about、um, a few things on this episode. With the first being.、Um, Fear, or I guess more specifically, the fear of failure. So, I think this is something that everybody has experienced and knows what I'm talking about. So, fear of failure really, I think, holds us all back. It's especially held me back in a lot of、um, ways in my life. So. I think the example I always that always comes to mind first when I think of fear fear of failure is when I played basketball. So I played basketball like almost my whole life, I guess, growing up since I was a kid. Played in high school and all through college.、Um, went to a small school for college, Division Three, but. It was still a lot of work, and、uh, took up, a, you know, most of my time there. So, guess that's kind of besides the point. But basketball was always something that I was never really passionate about, per se, and、um, it was always something I kind of was doing for my dad. To make him proud, and、um, you know he really he was really pushing me to do it and helped me in a lot of ways to get better and whatnot. But you know from the beginning, I、um, I don't know I never I don't care about sports. I never watched sports growing up. I don't watch them now, and so I just was doing basketball kind of as a way to、um, I don't know. I mean I'm very tall, so I'm six seven and. I think there was a lot of pressure for me to do something with that height, and 
you know, people would always say you don't want to to not waste it, and um, just kind of assumed that I would play basketball, so it'd be easier if um, when they asked me if I did, <laughs> I could say yes and not have to deal with all that. But um, so with with that, um, and I think this actually ties into my career discussion as well where I was doing this dedicating all this time and effort to something that I didn't necessarily care about you know um, I I did enjoy it at times I mean I like what I got out of it my friends the experiences of, you know, taught me a lot about life I guess you know having, having to work hard and being on a being part of a team working together um, having leadership and a lot of a lot of stuff uh, I learned through it. Got to travel and um, you know, so I think all the byproducts of it were worth it. But in terms of the sport itself, um, I don't know. I was never. It, it brought me a lot of hardships, um, and I was really always hard on myself. Um, really hard on myself. That's the only time I'd get upset. I, I'd never get upset at other people, but I would always get upset at myself and, and blame myself, you know, after, um, I didn't play well or something. And largely it was in part because I felt like I was failing my, my dad or my coach, you know, I guess, or my other teammates. Um, and so I don't know, I just put a lot of pressure on myself and in that was included the, the fear of failure of making a mistake, you know, of like, of missing a shot or, or whatever, missing a layup or, or just messing up, you know? And that was confounded by my coach in college who was very, very critical and just overall not a good coach. I mean, he put us through a lot of shit. Um, and most people quit because of him, but I <laughs> stuck through it. And um, he was the kind of coach where if you made like one little mistake he would pull you out of the game you know so that definitely didn't help me and I feel like I I um I could have been a better player under different circumstances but really held me back because I was always so scared of of messing up or or taking a chance or doing anything you know because I thought I was going to uh get taken out of the game or you know, it also went back to I was going to disappoint my my dad. Um, so I because of that, I think it really prevented me from being from performing on my full potential and from really enjoying the game. Um, and I don't you know, I know not everyone has played basketball or played any sports, but I think they might be able to relate to this and in um, another way, you know, maybe with their job or, or something else. Um, but after I graduated college, I literally did not touch a basketball. I didn't play or anything for about two years because I honestly thought I, I think I had some sort of PTSD from it, um, from my experience where I was just so burnt out. I had like chronic pain. And I just had an overall not really good experience and I didn't enjoy it anymore, you know. Um, And then 
you know, funnily enough, I actually recently started playing again within the past couple months uh, because some of my high school friends have a group that they get together that invited me to to come out and play and be. I've had, I've been having a lot of fun and I'm just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for fun. I don't, I'm not caring at all, and it's it's really new to me and I'm really enjoying it. So I finally got over that, and um, which I'm you know I'm happy about. Um, but it goes beyond just sports or for me just basketball because I think the fear of failure also. Um, seeped into my life in other ways, probably with school, uh, you know, and with my career. I think it really, if you have that mindset of operating out of trying to avoid failure, then you're really ne- not going to get anything done in life. And I don't think you're going to be able to reach your your full potential. Um, I really think that I used to, I used to think this way, like, oh, if I don't take any chances or if I set my life up to be in a position where I can't fail, that means I'll succeed, you know? And I applied that to relationships, like, oh, if I don't put myself out there, if I don't, you know get in a relationship of any kind that I can't get hurt which is also not the case so I believe in the idea that in order to experience full I guess happiness or joy or fulfillment you also have to be vulnerable and allow yourself to experience the other side of that spectrum of pain and suffering and you know um failure really you have to be open to it and be okay with it uh which is is hard it's really hard you know like i was saying i i would always just be trying to i would basically live my life to just avoid any sort of uh negative right i wasn't living to be happy i was living to not be sad and i think that just puts you in a kind of limbo um where you're you're not on either side and you're kind of um not you know you're just kind of holding yourself back really from experiencing life to its fullest and um you know i think because of that uh it I don't know. It it uh it took me some time to realize this and I think it's I don't know, it helped me a lot so I ho- I hope it can help other people but um kind of all over the place with this and I hope it makes sense. I want to talk about it more. I do have to go now. Um but I'll be back and we'll see. So anyways, again, I hope this um quality is better on this one and i hope that it can help some other people that might have experienced similar situations or emotions or have just you know 
just understand what I'm talking about and really I'm trying to work through my own thoughts and help my myself understand who I am and and you know what I should do and all this stuff so anyways going to take a brief break and I'll be back listening to the first segment of the recording, I think it sounds better, so that's good. But anyways, it got me thinking, and I wanted to go, you know, dive deeper into the fear of failure discussion. So, I think another really big way that this affects my normal, you know, daily life is with making decisions. So... If you're operating out of this mindset of, of being afraid to fail, right, or to make any mistakes, I think that makes it much more difficult to make decisions, right? Um, and I think people who maybe are very anxious um, understand this. I personally don't consider myself to be necessarily a anxious person or have high anxiety, but sometimes I, I will when I start thinking about all these things and it kind of becomes overwhelming uh, when you play it out, but I think it's called catastrophizing, yeah, where you think of the worst case scenario for something and then it just keeps kind of, you keep on stacking on everything else on top of that, uh, even stuff that might not be related like once you start thinking of this thing you start spiraling and you think of all these other things that could happen and whatever so um, anyways I know that can happen but with making decisions especially big life changes like for me deciding to move deciding to go back to school deciding to change my career like all these things are obviously really big decisions and uh, it's been hard for me to separate them because to me they are all interconnected right but I think it helps when trying to decide to look at things maybe individually and you know try to really get an understanding and break them down one by one and then zoom out look at the bigger picture and analyze it all together but kind of getting on a tangent so going back to the fear of failure with making decisions so if if that's if you let failure or fear control your life then like I was saying you're not I just don't think you're going to go anywhere I think you're going to avoid making decisions which I am guilty of where you know if I if I don't decide on anything then nothing could happen right well first of all it's not true stuff can still happen so you have to make decisions I mean there's some things we can't avoid but also um, if you don't make any of your own decisions then you're not going to be living your own life and I again can that's that's been my life so far where I've kind of just gone with 
whatever anyone else has said and told me to do, and that's how I've ended up where I'm at now, which is not necessarily a terrible place, but it's also not where I want to be, I've realized. So I think the point I'm trying to make is that you can't avoid your own inner voice, right? I mean, you can. I don't know. I think a lot of people do. That's what I've been doing. It's kind of just avoiding it or just deafening it in a way where muting it rather. So that builds up over time and it makes it really hard to kind of listen to it when you do decide that you want to listen to it because it's like you have to kind of tear away the layers to get to this voice inside of you that will guide you where to go right but if your whole life you've been just doing what other people have told you to do or, or what's expected of you or anything right operating from other people's perspectives um, then it's it's difficult to kind of hone in and really believe in yourself and not not doubt yourself because I do I do think it's true that we all have um, I don't know if calling is the right word but I think there's something inside all of us that we can tap into that will kind of guide us and tell us what we should be doing with our lives right I mean I don't know if that we consider our soul or or what but I do think it's true and what I've been trying to do more recently is is to try to you know kind of filter out all the outside noise and really listen into to my heart into my emotions and let those guide my decisions because um, it's so easy I mean not easy necessarily but I think I used to have to have everything planned out and, um, you know, I guess it's, uh, what do you call it, analysis paralysis, where you can't make a decision because you have to look at absolutely every single detail of it and the what ifs and whatever. And, like, to an extent, that's that's good. Like, you want to, you know, think things out and, and have an understanding, but there's so many unknowns that... A lot of times we do you do have to take chances and there's only so much that you even know is going to be the case right so um, so that's the thing and with with making decisions another kind of um, kind of revelation that I've come to a realization is that and this might sound weird at first or controversial or whatever but I believe in the idea that no decision is the wrong decision, or there is no such thing as a, as a wrong decision. So, obviously, we can make mistakes and do things that, you know, will, can cause us great harm or harm other people and whatnot. And, you know, someone might say, oh, you made the wrong decision, right? But I think that it's up to us as individuals to learn from these decisions and experiences and so no matter what we decide on doing it's going to lead to a certain set of outcomes that we can 
learn and grow from, right? But that's up to us. We sure we can we can make a so-called wrong decision or bad you know, decision and let that and ruminate on it and, and you know fall into a depression or have anxiety and just keep thinking about it, like oh I should have done this, you know, things would have been differently. But I mean I think there's a reason why. Um, I mean, we all got to where we are today by making each decision in our life, right? I mean, the whole—I I can talk about the whole free will versus determinate, determinate, oh, determination, free will versus determination discussion. Where you know, do we really have free will in our lives, or is it already predetermined? Predestination might be what it's called. So, anyways, um, so. It's like, yeah, we could have done things differently, but then we wouldn't be where we are today. We wouldn't have met the people that we have in our lives. We wouldn't have, you know, had. We wouldn't be ourselves, right? We wouldn't be who we are today. And so, it's kind of like,、um, not that I've personally had this、uh, experience, but I've I've heard other people talk about it on other podcasts and whatever, but. Like for example, when you're taking、uh, like acid or mushrooms or something, a, a, a psychedelic, right? So a lot of people have had so-called bad trips, right? Where they freak out, they、um, they have like you know really bad reactions、uh, to it, and it's you know really really terrible、uh, in the moment, right? But this is kind of an extreme. Example,、um, but I would argue that even though it was terrible, I think it's still a a opportunity to learn from and to grow from. Because I do think we truly learn through experiencing something that's very difficult and, and hard that stays with us, right? And like I was saying, it's up to us how we interpret it or how we react to it, I guess. You know, anything can happen to us, and we can either believe that everything's outside of our control, we can't do anything about it, or that we really are in control of our lives, and we make our own decisions, and we determine our reaction to those decisions and outcomes and experiences. Right? I do really believe that any、um, any experience, good or bad, you know, especially the really bad ones. If if looked at the the right way from the right perspective, to be vehicles for tremendous growth.、Um, so, anyways, I think I got off on a tangent a little bit, but I think that was important, and I wanted to talk about it. So, not sure how much it ties into the whole fear of failure thing, but、um, it's so hard to stay focused on just one topic when. These other ideas pop in my head, in my head, and I think they are all related in some way. So、um, I don't know if I'm going to end it here or if I'll keep going, but for right now, that's all I've got. So、um, yeah, we'll we'll go from here.